Hey, y'all, raise your glasses. As we sharing this moment in time, let's drink to us. And all the real ones listening while we kick it on wax, let's drink to that. Cheers. Hey. Everybody, <laughs> what's up, what's up? Hey. What are you doing? <laughs> Terrible. 2023. We here. We made it. Happy New Year. We made it. Happy New Year. Feliz Año Nuevo. Come yes. On. Come I did on, it. D-I-S-D. <laughs> you know, we bilingual in the school district. Somebody didn't have to uh, cheat off people's uh, papers. Absolutely not. To Spanish too. Through college. Thank you. First of all, Spanish too was when I found out I could cheat with the best of them. That's sick. I know how to count to 100 in Spanish. Oh, okay. That's a flex. I see. You know so you're real proud like, of that. I'm still 36 to this day, still trying to show that off. You know, like, I count to 100. Like, it's not, you can give it up. <laughs> I was in Cabo. They were looking at me like, nigga, this is. And? <laughs> this ain't enough. What are we supposed to do with this information? With this information, what? 100 what? Nigga, what? No. <laughs> nigga, you going to get this bilingual. <laughs> like, Absolutely not. Hang it up, okay? But we know what I've noticed, that people outside of Texas and probably New York and, and California, mm-hmm. They don't really understand the need for having to at least be able to, like, you know something. You have to. And I was excited to learn. I was a nerd when it came to Spanish class. Like, people would cheat off of me. Because I just, I love it. And my friends would tell you, when I'm drunk in Cabo or Cancun. That's how I know you went to a black high school. How? They got to cheat off you in Spanish. Well, <laughs> okay. Full disclosure. My Latinx compadres weren't cheating off me. That was an ESL. Cause I'm like, it's gotta be all niggas in this it class. Only blacks. <laughs> Y'all in there talking about Azul. No, absolutely. See, Roja. I was an overachiever when it came to the accent. I was always like Azul. Like always. Southern blacks are horrible with trying to pronounce anybody's language. With the exception of City. We gonna say a hard, like R or there, like Bono. It's not. It's like, <laughs> look at the squiggly line on top of the, the end. Line Respect. Is public, you gotta put a little. Yes, put a little in it. Put a little in, in it. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hit. <laughs> man, you stupid, man. Man, what we toasting for this uh for this first show of 2023? Man, let's t- I'm toasting to I want to toast to Okay, I know. If you listened to the last episode, I listened, obviously. I said that I was going to end a situationship. This situationship has been going on for like three years. That ain't three even a, years? That ain't even the longest one that I've been in. Let's just start there. That's a conversation in itself, but let's go. We'll move past. <laughs> I, two days ago, I made the call and I broke up with my situationship. Is it really a breakup? I like to say that. Like, it weirds niggas out, but like, everything is a relationship to me. I don't think a situationship is a breakup. That's more like a separation of good. Like, yeah, you want to put it all y'all, literary. Y'all just been embarking on each other's goodies for three years. Not embarking on the goodies. So y'all just went y'all separate ways? Did See, y'all have one for the road? No. And I was going to suggest, suggest that. <laughs> so tired. I'm Because <laughs> it was like before New Year's or whatever, it was still technically 2022. And I was like, damn, okay, should I like suggest you know what i'm saying one for the road but then i was like eh that's not do i want to enter i would really if i was a dude and you did some shit like that to me i know you ain't serious see and i want to be taken seriously as a as a former situation shipper i was like nah i'm not gonna do that 
And I, I made the call, and I get into later how I did it, but I'm proud of myself for ending what will be the last situationship of my life. Did y'all end on good terms? Yes. So you're now able to evade the situationship as it comes. Yep. How are you going to avoid and evade the situationships as they come? Because <sighs> niggas act different after they get the goodies. Well, what I'm going to be committed to doing is Setting clear expectations. My therapist told me that one thing that I struggled with in the past is expecting something in my mind and assuming that the man can read my mind and knows what I'm expecting. We're not telepathic. Sadly, no. You're not. You're not a lot of things, but telepathic is one of them. Right. And so in this new year, I'm going to express my expectations. So, like, if a guy want to talk to me or whatever, whatever, I'm going to say, look, I'm looking for a relationship, not with you necessarily, because I don't know, but just know that that's what I'm looking for. What you think? I got to say it like that. Because I, I don't want you to get misconstrued because, you know, at some point you got to draw a line in the sand. Okay, explain. But I think where a guy knows, like, I'm not for anything casual. If yeah. you're coming this way, you need to know I'm looking for something long-term. Mm -hmm. If we're not there, just let me be. Can you write that down? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I need I'll that I'll get script. that to you after, so <laughs> that'll be your, uh, that, your elevator pitch. Put you that know? in your master plan. <laughs> you feel like God. <laughs> because I, I've been on dates, and I've been out with women who draw the line in the sand. Okay. And it depends on the presentation. if Because mm. you don't want to come off as the chick who's been – through the ringer, and you tired of niggas, but ah. I'm here. What you? What's your plan for me first day? <laughs> like, do you see wedding bells in our future? What you naming your first child with me? You know, like, if you coming with that energy first, I'm gonna know you got. You've been through some shit. Okay, that's as not a the, man, I, that's not what I'm trying to. You portray. don't want to come off no. as the chick who the been through some shit. No, not another nigga gonna play with me. Okay, that's not what I'm trying not to be. Not another nigga. I'm trying to be like. More like self, I want to come from a, a spirit of self-awareness mm -hmm. um, and, and honesty. So I like what you said, like, because usually what I also used to do, and ladies, you know, let me know if you used to do this too or you still do this. I used to always ask the guy what they want, no. right? I'd be like, so what you, you looking for? What you want? You to get what he wants in the end. Most guys, that's why most honest guys are not able to be handled by a lot of people. Men and women, mm. because a dude that is up front will like, hey, I'm just looking for something casual. A lot of times he might win with that woman because I can either accept it or move around. I have a choice. <coughs> See, for me, what I what I don't like about asking the guy what they want, I used to do it because I wanted to be like up front, you know? But it's it's not about what they want, to be honest. It's about what I want. And me communicating my wants and needs. And so I want to flip that, right? So it's not, hey, my name is Cindy, blah, blah, we're going on this date. And it's like, okay, what you looking for? I don't give a fuck what you look I do give a fuck, but what I'm looking for is, is what's important, right? So it's more so, okay, let me tell you where I'm at in my dating life vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking for something long term. You know that, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know why I keep. You ain't uh, got COVID, do you? Don't bring nah, that COVID shit here. People still do that? 
You know how you, I wasn't you, going to because people was about to kill themselves trying to hold in calls a few years back. This is your third one, though. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass out of here. I, I've been to a place where they said after three calls, we might have to remove you from. The place. Are you serious? It was a black. It was a black establishment. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wings and fried rice oh, spot. Okay. It, it was a Timmy Chains equivalent. Like hey, after the third one, nigga, we gonna remove you. Wow, <laughs> like, let's see. <laughs> Setting clear boundaries. Clear boundaries. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there later. <laughs> but uh, I've uh, I've been I've been listening to what you said, and it, you have perfect reason to to feel that way. Like I say, it all goes back to presentation, but it, also what I feel as though is when you allow yourself to communicate effectively hmm. with that person, if you come off the fact. That most dudes will believe that she just saying this, but that's why what I would say if I was you, like when y'all talk about that, you know, what was your last, you know, relationship? It was like, well, I've just got out of a three year uh, situation. Mm-hmm. You just drop that shit on the dude, three year situation. Like, like basically, like, cause the nigga gonna be like, dang. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, and then you, it's gonna be easy for you to set the stage, like, nigga, I'm not for the game. I'm not going back. Because once you tell somebody, <laughs> I was in a three-year situation ship, mm-hmm. and I removed myself. That's how I would say it. I, I was in a three-year relationship uh, situation ship, and I had to remove myself because I feel like it was a stagnant situation. Right. Any dude that is able to actively listen mm-hmm. would know I don't need to do that anywhere, anymore with this chick if he has a conscience. Yeah. But... So I'm asking a piggyback question. Mm-hmm. What are some red flags and some things you're going to be hmm. looking for to avoid falling in that situation? This is an excellent question. Let me tell. Red flags, um, ambiguity. <laughs> Explain. I don't, I cannot stand for niggas who choose to be vague. Like if I ask a question like, what's one of the questions I be asking on dates? I, oh, I ain't been on dating so long for the record, but let me think back to when I was. One question that I ask on a date is like, when was your, I'll ask someone like, when was your last situationship? Yeah. Shit, I don't even know. What's a situationship? Absolutely not. Get the fuck out the You ain't one nigga. right now, nigga. We gone. You know what I'm saying? You in one right now? Where? She, she wonder what the fuck you at. raw sex and everything. And you telling her Keep you playing the game. No, because some niggas at that point in the situation be like, I'm on a date. Because it's just, we just know what it is. Pure <laughs> no, honesty. You, are, you know that situation has run its course where you were able to, to disclose, I'm on a date. Pure honesty. You, I leave here. All right, cool. You know the code. <laughs> Red flag. Door open. I you hate send that. door open text, you might be in a situation. See, I was a former do- door open person. <laughs> Nigga had the code to my door. Oh man, if that nigga no longer needs the code to your gate, you might be in a situation. See, and that for me, that's a red flag. Like that vague ambiguity bullshit. No, absolutely not. Answering questions with questions, absolutely the fuck not. Like I can't do it when I say. So what are you looking for? Shit, I don't know what you're looking for. Bye. Get the fuck asap. I'm on the same type of time you on. I don't like that. Be on the type of time you on, nigga. Don't be on my <laughs> shit. I'm on my own shit. <laughs> I'm trying to see if we in sync. 
Uh uh-uh, uh, this ain't no secret. No, we ain't synchronized swimmers. Be on your own sink in sink, just Timberlake ass nigga. No. That's what these niggas with some vocational training might be able to navigate through. I just honestly, I kind of want, I know everybody says this, but I do want my equal when it comes to transparency and honesty. Like, I don't have the time to be judging you. I'd rather leave and mind my own business and not have to deal with you no more. But you're trying to bait me into a situation or, you know what I'm saying, keep my energy around you is selfish and manipulative. I'm not into it, you know? That's an introductory period, you know, when you meet someone. Yes, absolutely. So are you expecting all his hoes to just be? No. Dropped off at. <laughs> no. So how, how are you going to transition into we going somewhere? It's always going to be up to him. What do you, like, how does it go? Let me ask you a question first. This is not me trying to answer a question with a question mm-hmm. for the record. But does this man tell me that he has hoes? How do I know he has them? Because if I ask, it's say it's a guy and I say, so are you currently seeing anybody? What a nigga going to say? I mean, well, what right you now, mean by uh, there are a few people uh, I am socializing with. I hate <laughs> But you want me to say, I got a Tuesday bitch and Wednesday bitch. <laughs> Y'all always go from one extreme to the next. Why can it not be, you know what, I am currently seeing a couple people? I'm, I told you, I'm socializing. Now, social, I socialize with Spider the producer. I socialize with the man at the grocery. If I'm including them in that que- that answer, then obviously they are in the loop. What is so- socializing? Okay. This is how I honestly would, would be. If you would have asked me, am I currently seeing anyone? And I say might be a single dude that has multiple suitors. Mm-hmm. There are suitors, there are people that are in the picture. But I don't see them people, them as long-term options. I'm currently looking for something a little bit more real. And I would like to start with a blank canvas with someone else. Because a lot of times, ding, shit ding, ding, ding. Where's our ding, 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 effect? ding, ding, ding? I get a second date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on to the next round. Because <laughs> honestly, that's why that shit be feeling the first. It's like we know each one of us can talk ourselves out of this shit, really. Easy. Right. You know, like my first date with my girl. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to you, boo. Yay. We closed that bitch down. It was really? cold this night too. It was like Jan- it was in January and uh, January twelfth, I think. And you better know the date. We uh, we were there. We I think our reservation was like eight. We left. It was like ten forty five. Oh wow! And um, I honestly believe that it was because we had so much build up correspondence. Because I was home for the holidays. You know the holidays happened, so we had to have real correspondence, correspondence and dialogue before we could really hang out. Got you. And uh, that made us feel as though it wasn't a first date. But sometimes that energy doesn't always flow in person. Right. After you've had that initial correspondence. That's true. And that's why I always say I go into dates with an open mind. Because when I've tried to say I'm looking for my wife or I'm looking for my girl, yeah. I get into something and I'm it's, forcing it. Because it's kind of be it's kind of misleading. Not on purpose, but it is. That's why I approach it like I'm open to dating. But I'll have I'll date with boundaries. Mm-hmm. This man might be an experience in himself, but he might not be my husband. Is what you could say, right? And I just want men to also, and I'm speaking to men because I'm a woman and I I'm interested in men of the heterosexual variety. But 
I wish men would understand that, like, yes, I agreed to go on this date with you, which means I am probably somewhat attracted to you or interested to know what you're about. But it does not mean that I'm ready to ball and chain your ass. You know what I'm saying? And when I'm asking these questions, I feel like they get just so nervous on the inside, like one false move and I'm trapped for life. And it's like, nigga, that's, please. That's not the guy. Because the guy that is ready mm. won't feel like he's getting ready to miss something. Mm. Because a lot of times why dudes don't want to hold themselves to the fire of, of accountability is you don't want to miss out on anything. Some niggas act like still little boys when it comes to new vagina. <laughs> it's like they it's like they get tingly feelings. It's like, ooh, yeah. get to a day party. I gotta shoot at least six chicks in here. Oh, ooh, that's sick. Which one gonna make it to Tuesday? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, that that means that's not the discipline there. Right. That's not your husband. Right. That's not your long-term option. It's the same for some women. Some women are not looking for a Mr. Right. They're looking for a Mr. Right now. Right. But I always say, if we are to be together, it won't feel like work trying to get us to that next level. And I guess, honestly, I have not met that. I mean, obviously, I have not met that person because <clears throat> it always feels like work or I'm trying to, I will say this, and I'm guilty of it, trying to, like, be so cool. Mm -hmm. I'm already cool for the record, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't be trying to be no cool ass bitch. I just am. But just trying to be like cool, calm, collected, not alarming right. to the guy and not like overwhelming him with anything so that I can stick, stick around. You know what I'm saying? But like that's doing myself a disservice because he's not able to see, even if I am a high strung, over eager, lots of question ass person. He's not able to see that. He's seeing what I'm choosing to present, and that's not fair either. So in this new year, with my no situationship having ass self, and I also deleted Hinge because yuck. Um, she say I'm out here the old fashioned way. I, I am. Shoot your shot. You, you know, if you the one, if you know you the one, shoot it. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Don't waste my time. Hey, it's gonna take a few niggas to shoot before you can't. You ain't just gonna walk outside and meet the first one. Damn. That's the you like you like you know how they have that that three dollar bin of movies at yeah. Walmart, <laughs> and you might find some shit. Ooh, like this the one I missed. Ooh, the brothers. You gonna have to go through that goddamn three dollar movie bin. True. The reason I say that, and it's not about like who's a catch. It's more about where they are. <clears throat> what I've like me personally, what always kind of stood out to me was the first person that allowed me to see past their representative. Okay. That always stands out to me. That's what's up. Like a vulnerability there. Yeah. Because that that allows us to have a different level of alignment mm -hmm. once I see what you don't like. That might be the cool person that allows you to laugh at their corny jokes. Yeah. Like, I oh, I, I got dad jokes that I didn't know you was corny like this. Yeah. But that's dope to me that you allow me to see past the social media element. That's true. And that's one of those things where I say, like, that's why with me and my girl, when we had to be snowed in three weeks into really not knowing each other, those three days, it's like, okay, I can't go home and, and put this shit back on and let you meet the representative. Right. So we got closer because we had to be uncomfortable around each other mm -hmm. very soon. That makes sense. That's not always ideal. True. But <clears throat> I feel as though representatives have to go away sooner than later. True. I just think 
the representative on both parties will go away once, like, I don't know, there has to be time spent. And comfort. And our comfort. Sometimes you're not comfortable around a person. Because there's no time spent or conversations. I feel like you have to, and I'm not you, not, not the man or the woman or the whomever, but more so, like, you have to, like, take the initiative to try to see me for me. Mm -hmm. Like, what I've experienced, too, is just, like, dating a guy. Not even dating, but, like, getting to know a guy. And he want to be my pen pal. Fuck that. I'm not, that's another red flag. You, that's another one of them bitches. You want to text me all the time? I don't care how nice and funny them text messages are. How many Martin clips you send me? And they, because that's your thing. And they know it. All oh, the <laughs> niggas know that. That's why you really can't show your hand too much now. Because what the niggas know, like, ooh, I'm going to sit at this fucking Niggas be, and ooh. honestly, <laughs> it's hard because I can be laughed at my draws. You know what I'm saying? Martin can. Niggas <laughs> talking about you want to watch season three or more. What's your favorite episode? It's like, uh, I don't like, know. Nigga, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the hard part about, I think, hard, it, that's what makes it harder getting the real these days with everybody having a platform. Yeah. Because you, not a lot of times what you see it on, on the social media or on some type of platform is what draws you to the person. Yeah. But, but I, I think, too, though, it makes it easy. It makes it easy, but... What happens is you ever been around somebody and you had this aesthetic or this 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 thought in your mind of how they would be, and mm -hmm. then it's a letdown when you get around them. My life because it's is. like it ain't even about follow account. It's just oh she seemed like a vibe. Oh it's just oh she seemed dope as hell. Yeah, and it's like damn you ain't shit but but captured posts. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like you get on a date with them, it's like. You seem way more interesting on social media. catfish. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I've been grams fished. Yes. Like, yes. I thought you was the vibe. Yeah. And they're not. Now you see some true cap cut editing going on around here. And honestly, to, well, obviously for me, it happens a lot with me. And, like, they seem so funny, so cool, post the right memes. They seem like, you know, kind of like feminist vibe. And then <laughs> when you're around them, you learn, like, they low key hate women. You know what I'm saying? Like they give I hate women vibes. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. Those dudes have the issues. Like any dude that comes off that he hates women, mm -hmm. it's it's an ancillary, it's a it's a underlying issue there. Mm -hmm. It's the same way for a woman that is very hard against men. Mm -hmm. It's normally an underlying issue that we have no privy or no uh, awareness of. Right. That's why I normally don't take it personally when I know it's not me getting the energy, but it's my it's my uh, genetic being that's getting this. Like, yes. oh, you hate all men. Like, yeah, okay, it's not just it's me. It's nothing I did. Right. I feel good about getting out of that situation. Yeah. But then sometimes, though, I think that's um, that's a coping mechanism. Over time. Yeah, over over time. It's like I, I'm protecting myself with this hard exterior to avoid letting someone get beyond my walls. But it gets harder with age, especially for women, I think, because you, you start to find yourself, you start to evolve, you start to have this growth, and then you also start to really just reach growth with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's hard for you to, like, be willing to, like, you know what? 
let me allow someone to share in this journey with me. Because over time, you just become used to being by yourself. That part. I was scared of that for a while before mm-hmm. this, past, this, 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 this current relationship. Yeah. Because I thought I was so used to being by myself. Yeah. Because I honestly was comfortable being by myself before I yeah. met my girlfriend. That's the season that I'm entering in, and mm-hmm. not even on purpose. I just living with me, you know, and and I leave. I leave functions early because I like to get point. home. Oh, you to be with you me. Really enjoying. Uh, I am this new like career, huh? my apartment to me is just like such a vibe. Um, and I like let me hurry up and get home so I can finish The Witcher. You know, like I like to get home and be with me, and I want to continue to to walk in that. You know, because having my comfort disrupted is nothing that I'm looking forward to. So that's why clear expectations. See the red flag. Peace out on the red flag. This is my parting shot to you in situationship. Mm-hmm. Watch this. I'm putting prayers out. <laughs> I'm putting good vibes out. Hallelujah. That Sydney will forever and ever evade. All situationships that come her way, before they start, she will see them arise and be able to move accordingly and without heartbreak. Amen. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want that same prayer for the same women who are going through what I'm going through. Y'all look for Russell's prayer? <laughs> I just gave you seeds. That's way more relatable to you in the comments. Yes, that's his prayer. <laughs> so remember it, write it down, transcribe that mud, <laughs> and let's say it every night. Amen. No one should enter. Hmm. That ain't about to be my husband. That Or ain't trying to be. I ain't trying to be. Because I don't got time. I'm 34. Quit talking like you old. I'm not old, but I'm getting older. Y'all got technology. You can have a kid at like 52. Ah. Just go freeze your eggs or something. <laughs> you know? Give me $10,000 for No, man. So we talked about you avoiding situationships. Mm-hmm. Also finding a person that's for you. Um, Speaking of that, you know, sometimes life throws us curveballs. And uh, one thing I've been doing, honestly, this, this break while I've been out of work, while the holidays have happened, mm-hmm. that's a time for you to cuddle, be on the couch, binging, getting caught up on what's good. Yes. The culture led me the best man, to the best man. Okay. And um, watching the new best man, I must say, it was a different experience for me because this was the first time in real time I felt as though I could relate to what was going on. Okay. But it's also... And one of the main things that I related to uh, was really Quentin. Okay, yeah. Uh, because you start, the, the main thing, and, and I, you realize who you relate to is not always the person you thought it would be. Yeah, I would have never seen that one. And you saw a lot of people's true colors because you followed these characters for so long. But with adult eyes, you notice things that you wouldn't have known in your early young or young adult That's years. That's very true. Like, you realize, like, yeah, Harper <clears throat> was an asshole. He was selfish. Yes. You see. But he also was dating someone who didn't have her voice and waited too long to start voicing it to a person that wasn't going to hear it. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, we are responsible for what we get sometimes in a marriage because if this is really the person I'm supposed to be with and I don't feel privy enough to come talk to speak up on my behalf, 
then who will I be able to do it with? And I, I want to park at Harper and Robin's relationship. Okay. And if you haven't seen Best Man Final Chapters on, uh, is it Paramount Plus? Paramount, yeah. Um, and do not be asking for people. That shit is one ninety nine. Is it? With commercials, three ninety nine without. Oh wow! I, I'm, I'm like I'm seeing people. Can somebody give me that login? I refuse to be on this broke energy in twenty twenty three. I would like to just really quick say this. Shout out to my ex situationship because <laughs> he had me on all things streaming. And boo, I hope you never take me off because you know we locked in. <laughs> Why my ex and her mama on my goddamn uh, Hulu? <laughs> like I, I literally was like, who the fuck is this this email address? <laughs> You know, like, thing, I think this is For real? You gonna kick him off? Nah. Okay. I, like, me and my girl was like, she was like, I was like, I'm gonna let her have it. <laughs> you, you got a good heart. You a good person. You a good man, Charlie Brown. I'm, they got their own little place. You ain't fucking up none of my shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But uh, my algorithm is staying how it is. <laughs> See? No disruption. I was like, hey, man, I, I don't know how she just, but you pass that shit to one more person, I'm going to cut all y'all motherfuckers True, off. that's I fair. I see one more email that's fair. under my damn Hulu, There's an etiquette. An There's an etiquette there. I don't share his, I don't even know his password or nothing. It's just, he got me a fire stick, so I got access to oh, Look at him give giving. He's a good person. <laughs> nigga give giving shit he can use. <laughs> oh, shit, I like the move, so make sure you got a fire He's stick. He's a good person. <laughs> We are cool, but now they will take me off that. I Shout like out you. to you, player. Shout out to you. But Three no, years is a long ass time. It's a long time. time. It is. It's a long you time. You get to know somebody for real, but now, um. But Robin and uh, Harper. Yeah. Uh, for me, the thing that stood out the most in their uh, relationship chronicles was their trip to therapy. And when they went to therapy and she was like complaining, complaining, complaining about Harper don't do this and that, and the therapist was like, well, Robin, did you ever communicate your expectations to Harper? And she was like, no. And I was like, mm, see? You have to hold yourself accountable. Not like women hold yourself accountable. I ain't trying to be no pick me. But for real, in that moment, it also reminded me of me and my therapy session when she told me basically the same shit. Like, you mad at this man for not doing whatever, not attending your events. And, set, and setting, you're not, without setting your boundaries Correct. verbally. Because I had that same issue with previous relationships. Um, I, I do Batty Brunch, obviously. Mm -hmm. I have Foral Cliff. And guys that were interested in me weren't supporting my event. Yeah. I felt like I shouldn't have to ask. Right. You know, it should be a thing that you should want to do, and you're not doing it. Let's know everything I need to know. But there, that's also an expectation that I should have communicated, and right. I didn't. So that was my result. Yeah, because some people don't always think that you want them sharing that moment with you yet. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, where am I supposed to fit here? Yeah. Especially if I come by myself. Or am I supposed to just wait for you to make your rounds? Am I being introduced? It can be an awkward well? thing. You know, it might be awkward for someone who doesn't know how to navigate that. Right. But with, with um, Harper uh, and Robin's uh, situation, what I... Uh, their, their marriage, what I also realized was she when she started communicating to him that she wanted things a certain way, she expected change overnight. Yes. He wasn't willing to change. I'm not saying she was wrong, but he, you expected someone to undo 45 years of being. Of self. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And expect, because a lot of it tied to me being tunnel vision. Tunnel vision is a mindset. A lot of uh, type A personalities are that way, where they feel as though all of their goals are encompassing everyone that they love. 
but your goal might not align with the because you feel like oh, I'm I'm doing this for us. You know, he kept saying I'm doing this he for did, us. He did, but it's like, did I she ask for that? But your partner doesn't need all of this. So that what part. is the trophy for? Like yeah. if because some men, what I've realized is a lot of men are motivated by the woman they're with. Mm. But you have to understand your woman's motivation. Okay, speak on it. So if your woman's motivation isn't luxury or right being a, having a soft life, why are you killing yourself trying to go get a million dollars? But sh- when she brought up that point to where it's ego, mm-hmm. she hit the nail in the head because, again, I didn't even say this, but Best Man Final Chapters, 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10. Most definitely. Greatest shit to smoke. It, it was the best one because we got a whole, a whole story and not just... A curtail story of two hours. And a deep dive into different relationship scenarios. You had grief. You had infidelity. You had money. You had self-care. All these ambition, you know, all these different Mm -hmm. things. And so when he was, like, trying to get this house, if it was me, I'm like, yeah, let's go see this bitch. Oh, it look nice. Look at this kitchen. It's a big old island. I want it. Let's do it. But her, she's driven by a different motivation, Right. Right. Um, she's a more nonprofit type of vibe lady. You want you want the big house. She wants to share it. So you, that lets me know when it comes to y'all foundation, y'all are completely different. Y'all won't work. Correct. Because we we taking each other and sit in different uh, directions. But with when with that scenario, I was kind of I was like, damn, I didn't even think about an issue like this arising in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like unaligned goals, right? Like you're trying to move on up. To prove to yourself that you can because he low-key is insecure about himself and he has imposter syndrome a lot about the things that he can accomplish. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's happy with where they are. They only have one child. Why do we need this big old, we're not talking about family planning. So why do I need this big ass extra house? Right. You're trying to get this house for yourself, masking it as if you're trying to provide for your family when your family has been provided for. Because I feel like he was trying to make all of his accomplishments worth it by having this trophy on the Upper West Side, Upper yeah. East Side, that his wife didn't want. Yeah. But I think the nail in the coffin for them was when he let her down with the restaurant. But no, I'm going to tell you why. I'm not saying it was right, but mm-hmm. in her mind, she was like, that's, that's the one thing. But to me, he had a great point there. He had an excellent point. If I've invested all of these things over the course of our relationship, and you haven't shown me the ability, shown me the ability to stick to something and any stick to itiveness, I'm not gonna blindly just start supporting every new uh, effort that you're looking for. And also, let's be real, baby girl, Robin. You only want that shit because aha, whatever the fuck it wasn't jaha <laughs> told you about the mushrooms it. were not that fucking good. You know what I'm saying? And, and like that was that part irked me. I really, and I was like, they better not let him fuck her. When he was like playing low key stepdaddy to the daughter, did you see that? They walked in the triggered. restaurant. He triggered. picked the girl up, put on the bar. He had his arms on her shoulder. Ooh. Unhand my daughter. That shit was sick. So it's like, Robin, you doing a lot. And yes, do you have a dream of opening the restaurant? Yes, cool. All that shit is great. But be for real, restaurants fail in the first five years. You don't have a fucking business plan. You don't have nothing. You just want me to. Hey, oh, I'm gonna buy you this restaurant because you want it, and you and he and when he was naming the stuff that I've supported, and he was like, "Shit, she really ain't got nothing to stand on, right?" <laughs> you know? But she was expecting the blind loyalty and support that she gives, and I, I feel like 
that separate from best man final chapters, people do that in real life. They come to Batty Brunch all the time. They support, they support, they support. And I'm thinking that they're doing that because they want to. This is me back in the day. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that they're doing that because they want to come. So when they have something, my way of showing up might be to post a flyer or mm -hmm. to email it to my database. I might not go because the type of event that you're having isn't my cup of tea. Right. They look at that as unequal support, and I don't fuck with her. But it's like, I'm supporting in the way that I like to support. I thought you were supporting in the way that you wanted support. Support isn't monolithic. It's not. You know what I mean? And, and that's why seeing that marriage unfold, it was also eye-opening into it's a day-to-day -day journey. Mm -hmm. Because the person you married might not be the person you're married to. Mm. We all evolve. Robin wasn't that far left as far as being one with the community and being integrated into com the community when she met him. Right. We, we, we saw the first movie. She mm -hmm. was still trying to find herself. He knew what he wanted to be his whole entire, uh, their, their whole entire marriage. Yeah. So what that allows one person to do is go through these journeys by themselves in a way because you have this person that's tunnel vision on the end goal right. while I'm over here trying to flounder and find out what my purpose in life is. Yeah. Yeah, you're being a mother, great thing, but all adults want an outlet. Mm -hmm. It's scary, though, when you with somebody who doesn't have one. That's why I've always been, that's been a thing when I date is you have to have your own interests and your own networking circle. But on the topic, not but, but on the topic of needing an outlet, what are your thoughts on merch and Candace? Well. Because that was a, 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 a large strain on their relationship was him not having that. She took him for granted for too long. She did. As most do. And his, his, the biggest thing that I saw in merch is what I noticed is friendship, friendship circles or a, a circle of friends it can uh, dim our light, or it can also stun our growth. Hmm. Being in, an, in a very inter integrated group of friends, mm -hmm. once you have a role, yeah, that's your role. You're typecast. Like, you're typecast. Like, it's supposed to just roll off your back. Right. We're supposed to just be able to make Merge. you the butter joke. Uh. Uh, what you tripping for, Merge? Yeah. You know, that's how we do. But yeah. it's like, I'm a fucking father now. And you evolve, too. You, you know what I'm evolution. saying? Like, I got people that depend on me. How am I supposed to let y'all kick me anytime y'all want? You know what I'm saying? And so that he was at a crossroad that a lot of men are mm. at but don't know how to find it. Okay. Because think of the guy in high school that might have been bullied or think of the dude that was like the, the more subdued friend that he didn't have a voice. So amongst these group of men, you aren't able to lead. Mm. But I have to practice leading in a household. Something is going to overtake. Yeah. I'm not going to be the same nigga in this group of friends if I'm leading the whole household effectively. He was effectively leading the household and a school while not being able to really be of lead or any voice in a group of friends. And in his marriage. In his marriage Because he was well. leading the household when it pertains to around leading-ish. I don't wouldn't even call him a leader in the household. He was the more accountable one in the, in the he household. He was more accountable. Um, the custodial he a, parent. He was the default parent is what I like to call it, you know? And I almost made me wonder if he had a job or not. I was like, damn, when is he going to go to work? His, his job was the school, which, okay. tied, which tied in his kids. So he, gotcha. was, always so he was always there. Okay, yeah. so default parent, right? 
Um, but what annoyed me about him, him and Candace together, but about him specifically was he didn't know how to speak up. It's like you're expecting everybody to create this space, part the Red Sea to create space for you to speak up when you're surrounded around a lot of dominant energy. Mm -hmm. You are going to have to just speak up. And when she said, when she did that shit that I didn't appreciate, when she was like, can you uh, take the girls to etiquette class? And he was like, no. I made plans. I made plans. She was like, well, can you prioritize your family? It's like, Candace, don't but weaponize my kids against me. That triggered me. Uh, me too. Because I was like, I know this motherfucker did. Because that shit pissed me off. A good partner sees is though, okay, he never makes plans. Ever. What you got to do? I'll put mine on the back. Mm -hmm. What bothered me the most about merch, though, was he got, he allowed himself to get to the ball and play. Yeah. Passive aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. And uh, once you allow that to happen and you have to now outwardly, like, chastise me for not knowing. Yes. Then... I, I'm really going to, I can't effectively communicate with you because now you, instead of you letting me in to know it was an issue, you wait and see, now you got to cuss me out. But now, honestly, mm -hmm. in some cases, it's so grotesque that if you don't know that you've been shitting on me, <laughs> then you deserve this, 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 this tongue lashing. In yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like if I know you just been shitting on me for years, yeah. but in a situation like this, where, we support each other. We are each other's backbones. I didn't know you felt this way, but the movie, you knew by my book, you knew who you were in this book, but it's the visual of seeing it. It's portrayed. with you, yeah. You don't know where the ego will be triggered. And so I feel as though there was a lot of underlying things that weren't communicated amongst this entire group of friends. Mm -hmm. um, but what I really enjoyed was how everybody assumed that Harper and Neil Long's character, uh, oh, Jordan, Jordan, were going to get together at the end. Yeah, I was you rooting know, for them, not going to lie. But I'm glad they didn't because that was a cop-out. If oh. that would have been a cop-out, and I think they, they saved a lot of face for Monica, not for Monica, for Jordan, when they allowed her to say, I'm not going to be a soft place to land. She did a great job with that. I was very – I identify most with the Jordan character. Mm-hmm. Because always the home girl, proud. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I like that. Godmom, aunt, you know what I'm saying? Um, mogul on the rise. Um, you know, prioritizing work. Right. Juggling work and navigating romantic relationships or whatever. Niggas doubling back. Experience that too. Spending a black. You know what I'm saying? But then having this will they, won't they right. with somebody in the friend group. I've experienced that. And so when she was like, I'm not going to be your soft place to land, it was like, boom. She has given a clear boundary. She is speaking up for herself. She's choosing herself without tearing him down. Right. Without, you know what I'm saying, finding fault in what he did. She loves him beyond, like, trying to be with him love. It's like a friendship love, a respect type of love. She kissed him on the mouth. Right. I was like, I like that. Like. And last but not least, I feel as though the low-hanging fruit mm -hmm. in that show, in, in the show, was Lance's initial uh, character. How he was grieving? How he was grieving, acting out. Yeah. 
being sexually like uh, open and like, cause he did everything that he wasn't supposed to be doing in the first two movies, because he was. You got to think he was the Bible toting mm-hmm. uh, star who was a very active and, and loving husband. Yeah, we saw him the last time we saw him on screen. He had a very soft moment with his wife. Yeah. So when you see this complete 180 in the beginning of him being uh, sexually deviant in a way. The Mm -hmm. reason I say that, because he was doing shit niggas don't do. Like, four at a time? Like, nigga, what? Like, you trying to make up for a lot of lost time. (laughs) And all I could think about was a lot of men, when we are tested and, and life knocks us down, that's why I always say the way we approach women sometimes is all ego-driven. It's mm. the easiest way for us to feel like ourselves sometimes. Okay. Is to have a conquest with the woman. Because we feel as though the woman sees the man energy, the manly energy in me, and that's enough to, like, bump my ego up. Okay. Because no woman really is is attracted to a weak man or a man that doesn't have it together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. On the surface, at least. Right. So when you have this this next conquest with a woman, you feel as though, okay, I still got it. Yeah. That's why I do still think he has to say, I still got it, because I'm giving off the aura and the energy that she'll still be attracted to, even while I'm broken. Yeah. Because he didn't know who he was. He had to fuck the chick when they got to the resort. It's like, dude, you, it's like everywhere you look. It's in the, it's in the look, car. That's what I'm saying. It's like everywhere you look, you had to just fall victim to your ego. But I, I will say, though, it was nice, not nice to see, but it was good that they showed, rather, how a black man, not all black men, but how a black man deals with grief. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't even remember the stages of grief or anything like that, but... He basically like was refocusing his energy mm-hmm. instead of feeling sad. Insert six. He replaced sadness with six. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And was like on this rampage. And the dark skinned sister at the resort got at this man on a pad. She, I always she, she takes basically a black made woman. him check himself. No, yeah, and I I appreciated that. I I really honestly I appreciated them showing the grief process of it and. An, an example of a grieving process of a black man, mm-hmm. right? Even though it was ugly to watch, you know, but they showed that he was taking his anger out on Harp. Harp didn't even do nothing at the at the wedding thing, right. you know what I'm saying? He really was just existing, but he was taking that out on him and shit. And so it just made me. I didn't think to. I didn't think they were gonna show him grieving in that way. Right. It was nice to see. I'm glad they brought that up. All like all in all, like I wholeheartedly uh, appreciated the entire thing. I, and when they said this was it, I'm like, bro, y'all got so much meat on the bone for a season two. But I'm like, I also want them to end on a high note. Yes. Because I don't want them to empire this shit. Yes. Like, I feel like for, for real. black shows are, good, are, are n- notorious for overrunning their welcome. Yes, absolutely. And so, um, you know, shout out to everyone who was able to embark on it. You know, um, all bald-headed black men do not look alike. <laughs> You know, uh, that was one thing Boris said. I, I, I had to deal it. with being you, Tadigs, ain't you? Yeah. Like when I was in when I was in Africa, every three people called me Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Oh, Rick Ross. Okay. It's like, bro, you see a hefty nigga with a beard <laughs> with a American accent. That ain't it. I guess they figure regular black niggas don't come over here. <laughs> don't let it count with money. You are somebody. And you probably had on them shoes and them clothes that you be wearing. Hey, like, he's, like a nigga person. somebody. Mm, exactly. <laughs> like, no, exactly. man. Exactly. But we, uh, one thing we touched on 
Cause we have, we finally got, you know, somebody to write in with some damn uh content. Yeah, y'all need to actually get on this because yes. we gonna discuss it. I want to discuss y'all shit. And we not gonna read the letter. What we gonna do is just kind of go through what the dialogue is. Mm-hmm. And I felt as though you kind of, um, you kind of touched on it a little bit mm-hmm. previously in the show. And so this listener, they wanted to speak to us about the boundaries they set. Okay. Um, they felt as they feel as though they've lost themselves and overextending to the relationships around them. Okay. Especially their loved ones. Mm. And in that process, they've realized that their boundaries are no longer there. Okay. And they're uh, they're trying to figure out what is the best way or how we've navigated boundaries and navigating trying to establish boundaries with yeah. loved ones. Me personally. Mm-hmm. I have never been able to really establish those boundaries. Okay. I'm a people pleaser to my loved ones. Okay. This year, and I said it before I even had this this person, you know, that, uh, correspond with us, I have to set my boundaries. Okay. Because my decisions are not only impacting myself now. Okay. You know, I, I'm building towards something with someone. And so I feel as though I would be doing hours relationship a disservice by overextending myself and it's not as though i don't love them or i'm not appreciative of it anymore Mm -hmm. but i have to make sure i prioritize myself and what's close to me so you're creating new boundaries yeah with loved ones right do you mind sharing your age with the group i'm 36 damn i'm I'm just kidding The gray hairs are flourishing, like I say I all the time. I just wanted to ask for context. And uh, so I'm just not getting here. Okay. Um, and honestly, I think it was an evolution because you wanted to be the person that could bail out people in your family or had the ability to be of assistance. I was going to say, what kind, of ba- what kind of boundaries are we speaking about specifically? Is well, it calling too much? Is it money? Is it So like, it's visiting? more about overextension, whatever overextension looks like. Okay. What that means is... If I if you're asking me for money and I know it's something that is not gonna be short term, okay, so it's not like a one time, so not ask. a one time. So because now you're putting me in in a, in, a, in a position where I have to like turn over a new leaf. So I'm assuming I don't know this the the reader, mm. but for example, a person. Let's say for example, um, I think that like our our demographic, right, our age group, our generation are making more money than our parents did for the most part. I definitely like our grandparents, mm-hmm. right? I'm not trying to overgeneralize, but I'm right. just, you know, for the lack of a better, for the argument. And so if I am perceived as that breadwinner, right, and my family has always, you know what I'm saying, hit me up for cash because they need it or my cousin is in college and they need ca- whatever the case might be, and I'm always chilling out that bread, and now I'm coming, we're in an impasse yeah, because – I can't just be giving you all my bread. And see, and, what, and why I say overseas, because it's not always financial. Okay. Sometimes it's like, I expect you to be the one to show up. Mm. Like, you know, oh, you ain't got no kids. Or you, it was like, oh, you, come on. Or you got it. Or I, I know you I know you can come through for right. me. Like, it's like, now I got to give you a hard no because you haven't even asked other people because you expect, due to my answers of yes, yes, yes mm-hmm. over the years, now I give you one Soft no. Yeah. I'm the worst person in the yeah, world. Yeah, and you fake as hell. And that, that's not, um, that's not a, a role I want to live up to. 
though, without therapizing you, because I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that was a word. Is it? Look it up. Readers, let me know. I think it is. Without therapizing you, because I am not uh, certified to do so. I think the first step for, for you and the reader or the, the person who wrote in, acknowledge your part mm-hmm. in the in the, the the reason that they continue to hit you up, right? I always say yes. So it's not them always asking. They asked once. Yeah. You said yes. You continue to say yes to their ask. So now it's a learned behavior there. Yeah. So acknowledge your part in it. And then I would say also to just know, like, it's not going to be a smooth transition. And it, accepting that it's not going to be smooth and then also coming to them in a space of love mm-hmm. for yourself first and them. People can't learn how to walk effectively with crutches. Mm. As long as you are consistently selling them yes and belling them out, why do I need to improve? True. Because a huge a, a huge growth process is falling on your ass. Yes. I told my kids that. So one of my students, unrelated to boundaries, but he's about to go into college, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm like, did you do your financial aid? Did you apply here? Did you apply to, like, what scholarships or blah? And he's like, miss, I hate doing scholarships. Like, I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's like, I'm sitting here making him a profile for a, a scholarship database, and mm-hmm. I'm like the crutch now, yeah. right? Insert crutch. And I told him, like, when I was in high school, I hated doing scholarships and shit, too. As a result, I have a bajillion dollars in loans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so for him, you're going to have to fall on your ass and be forced to get loans or whatever it is until you decide that you are going to champion your own happiness and do it on your own. Mm-hmm. So it's a, I feel like it's something similar, but it sucks. Like, human nature sometimes, we got to fuck up. Yeah. In order for us to get right. And I think a lot of people have this thing where they don't like seeing their loved ones fuck up. It hurts. It hurts. But sometimes tough love is the only lesson. It might not be the first lesson that you need to put out there, but it might be the only lesson that will actually be effective. Yeah. I think, too, though, you have to communicate to the person why you're, well, I don't know if this to be true, but I would assume that you kind of have to communicate to them why you are um, inserting this boundary onto them. Like, niggas going to be like, uh, I'm protecting myself. I come first. So you learn how to say no. It's like, okay, motherfucker, <laughs> if you've been saying yes for years, now all of a sudden you got balls and you want to say no, don't be throwing that shit at me like that. Like, ease your way into that shit with me. You feel me? Like, be like, look, granny or whomever. I have given out. I have shown up to a bajillion family functions. Right. I have sacrificed my own social life because of these, you know, because of prioritizing these family functions and it's taking a toll on me, my gas and traveling, (laughs) my, you know, whatever it is. And for that reason, I got to say no. And I might not always say yes moving forward. I don't think you're going to like it, but I just want to let you know that's the wave I'm on. I'm practicing my no. Okay. And like I told you, like my first no, it felt weird. I'm like, yeah. oh shit. My second one, I, mean, I got a little umph in it. My okay. third one, I perfected this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. like, now, are you when you saying no? Are you, are you telling people like 
this is my why? Like, are you explaining the no? No, so I'll kind of like, instead of saying my why, I'll be like, okay, what's going to be the next step of this? Mm. And if they don't have a, you know, most times follow they're up. not going to have a follow-up, like, oh, after you do this, then I'll just do it. It's like, if it's a I don't know or it's a long pause, I can't help you, bro. Good luck. Because I think, I just don't want it to get for you and the reader. Shit, and me too, yeah. Like, I hope we ain't hijacked your question, but I hope you feel, under, you understand that people relate. <laughs> people do. And I think, like, because a motherfucker be quick to say you acting funny. Oh, my gosh. But you kind of, not you, but, like, if you are, if you out of the blue went from being the yes man, woman, whatever, to being the, a no person, you are acting funny. I mean, because you're not acting like yourself in in our eyes. Correct, and you also haven't given us any context as to this new no person. You know what I'm saying? I feel like context is everything. If you give a motherfucker context, they can choose to say you're acting funny or not. But look, I told your ass, I'm trying to buy. I'm making this up, but like I'm trying to buy a house. Yeah, I'm trying to save twenty racks by the end of the year. I can't get there by giving you this. I'm telling you my why. Exactly. So now you can't feel, I might have you next year. Yes. But as far as this year, hey, I have my reasons. Exactly. Understand. Exactly. Our dear listener, we hope you got something out of these uh, this correspondence. Yes. Establish your boundaries. We fix our first life. Practice your nose. <laughs> yes. Snap, 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 <laughs> snap, 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 snap. <laughs> I like that. I, I want to get to something since we're here, because I know, you know, we... Discuss starting a new year. Mm-hmm. Blank canvas. We discussed this earlier where you were talking about kind of like what you see for yourself. Okay. As far as manifestation. Let me get my Lobos. You know, um, and you had, <laughs> had to pop a top for this. You know what I'm saying? You had something specific that you were manifesting for. I'm going to just kill this bottle. Got to. Okay, good. She has you had something specific that you were uh manifesting. So we're gonna allow you to share with our listeners what you are manifesting for yourself in this year, twenty twenty three. Okay. I'm gonna give the listeners five seconds to guess. It's one word. What do you think I'm gonna manifest? Five, four, three, two. Sydney yeah. want a boyfriend, y'all. <laughs> Sydney want a boyfriend, y'all. Just saying, I couldn't. I couldn't wait to get it out. Yep, you guessed it. Tell him what he's won, Bob. Get the fuck out of here. A lifetime of heartache. <laughs> no, at good times. And fucking confusion. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm manifesting a boyfriend. I have ten things on my. I have ten resolutions. Uh, one of which is to not enter a situation mm-hmm. Okay, we got that out the way. Um, one is to meet my boyfriend. Okay, I'm manifesting that. And I'm I I want a boyfriend. I was for obvious reasons, right? I haven't had a boyfriend in a very in seven years. That's crazy. I know. So you pretty much just been riding through your that second half of your twenties and the first part of your thirties just solo. Yeah, from twenty sixteen to now. You thugging it. I just been out here. Like, <laughs> hold on, wait. <laughs> Let me go back. <laughs> Navigating my situation. You know what I'm saying? Navigating the streets with caution. You feel big with my flashes on. <laughs> I've just been, you know, I mean, I've I've been entering situationships. I've been on dates. I've met some really handsome people. I've met some really trash people. Um, 
I've given my special away to people who didn't deserve it and by choice, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I want something real. Mm-hmm. I want somebody with a smart sense of humor mm-hmm. who thinks that Parks and Rec is fucking hilarious <laughs> because it is. She want to watch Southside with you? Southside. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Southside with you. I want you to laugh. You know, I want there to be like dialogue run, like things that I think are funny that yeah. we think are funny. Um, but yeah, a boyfriend is what I want. So I'm you want to be sitting on somebody's mama couch for Christmas? I thought you were going to say sitting on somebody's face. See, this is why, <laughs> this is why your ass gets stuck in your I'm trying to transition, my like, brother. Oh, okay. I'm trying <laughs> no. to put you on my mama no, couch. Oh, no, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> I'm trying to sit on someone's mother's couch. She want to be on somebody's mama couch for Christmas all in a matching sweater. I want somebody's mama to be like, you bring your Sydney over for, uh. I want somebody, I want like the kind of relationship with somebody's mama. They be like, me and Sydney going to the store, and I'm like genuinely excited to go. Like that's like that's the best feeling. Yes. Cause my family pretty much say fuck me now. <laughs> I love that. Where Deja? I love that for like, her. Nigga, I'm here. You know. Fuck you. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> like my, my little cousin pretty much is like they got secret jokes now. <laughs> like, oh my god. I love that. That's what I want. I want like. I want to be in someone's family. I want somebody to be into mine because, mm-hmm. and Deja can can tell you because she we ran into Deja at a restaurant. But my family is just so cool. We're not the intimidating. Yeah, we're showing attention. My daddy and I OD like that. You know, he's big enough to intimidate you with his size. And then a nigga, then he can see through other niggas. He's like, my daddy from Fifth Ward. Exactly, he, he see what it is. Period. So it's like I, I do. I want a boyfriend. I want to be. Going to the arboretum on picnics. I want all of the things, you know? And I'm manifesting that. I do sometimes, and I wonder if some of the people listening struggle with manifestation too. Mm-hmm. I struggle sometimes with the concept of manifestation. Cause at first, listen, when you like see the think pieces on Twitter and mm-hmm. stuff, it feels like y'all telling God what to do to me. It's kind of how it felt. It's like I'm I'm go- I'm chartering my own waters. I'm yeah. selecting my own destiny. And it's like where is the trust in God in this manifestation thing? But now I look at manifestation as the power of the tongue and more of a prayer, mm-hmm. a consistent prayer, asking God what you want consistently. And what does that look like for me? Correct. You know, and, and that's real. Um, I I believe wholeheartedly that you're going to find your boyfriend. I'm putting it out there. Well, I can't be uh, single again at 35. Like, like be for real. I really feel like you're going to meet your guy and we ain't going to see you for a while. You're just going to be like... I, I, I hope that over myself. Like, damn, she ain't posting in two weeks. I want that. <laughs> and you know, it, it takes... I don't know what kind of man this is. Cause I feel like my my... I don't think niggas is trying to talk to podcasting bitches. Cause it's like, damn, I love life. Might end up on a podcast, or she Man, always at back. Your your person don't care. I'm hoping your person. Notice, I say your person. My person. Yeah. I'm manifesting a partner who doesn't care, who supports the podcast, and is not intimidated by me knowing forty percent of the black women in Dallas. Not intimidated by me having a a platform. That might be your downfall. Batty brunch. Speak on it, my brother. 
Cause niggas really don't be wanting like they chicks to know each other. No I, matter how I get it. Like you got the whole demographic of the black professional woman on lock. So that's not a, the whole. What I'm saying but is I got you. You either know somebody and know them. True. The six degrees of separation for me is it's crazy. Yeah, that's true. And so I'm a, like a, a, whoever your dude is gonna be on the on the swivel, wherever y'all go. He has to literally make the choice to want to be with me. And he has to know how to handle himself in those situations. He really Because does. you also have male friends, guys that know you and things like that. So he has to be a very secure person. Yeah. Whoever you date, yeah. he will have to be secure. Extremely so. But manifesting this, it's putting in the it earth. in the air, I done, made, I, I, I done sent it up there. Okay. Now, what are you manifesting? Uh, what I'm manifesting for myself this year. You know, I actually put it in writing because I want to make sure yeah. that I have ability to be able to say, "Okay, this is what I'm manifesting." Let's hear it. So, the main thing that I'm manifesting for myself is being is is building on net last year's growth. So, becoming the man that I see for my family. Hey, I've never been at this place before. Okay, the reason I say this is. I've always visualized like being a family man, having my wife, having my kids, like what the aesthetic of our home would look like. But that's the surface. Yeah. I don't think a lot of guys realize the preparation you have to do for yourself to be prepared to take that next step. Okay. Ex- explain. We have to build <clears throat> ourselves as men to, because there's certain scenarios in which you don't know it, it requires until you get there. Okay. For instance, being able to handle yourself and bring peace to a place or to a space. Because look at Lance and his and his kids on Best Man. Yeah. You are, quote, unquote, the patriarch, the person that is supposed to be, uh, provo- provide a comfort, mm-hmm. you know, within this place. <clears throat> and if I'm not right with myself, how can I bring peace to my unit? And he wasn't. And that's one of those things where you kind of have to check yourself, like, if me and my girl have a slight disagreement, like how are you responding? You know, are you trying to get the quick jab yeah. or are you trying to effectively think and communicate yes. to avoid uh hangovers? Yeah. Um, how are you on paper as far as your discipline when it comes to finances? How are you on paper when it comes to your discipline as far as your health? Yeah. Because now I'm no longer living for myself. That's true. Because it's certain habits I just had to give up. And not to go back to best man, but it reminds me of Quentin. Yeah. But yeah, keep going. No, that, that's why I related to Quinn yeah. because his vices were his vices for so long. He felt as though I was my best self with these vices. Yeah. But now you have a reason to stop smoking or stop drinking yeah. as much. Yeah. Being active in the gym. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like I can't leave somebody hanging. Yes. And those are when I realized how to be more selfless and work on myself. Yeah. To be my best person and my best self for my family. Yeah. And you don't have to have the woman in your life to start that work. That's real. Because it's going to be expedited when you meet that person that you see yourself with. Because now, if you're having to scramble and get it all together while you're in the process of dating, you're behind the curve now. Yeah. I, I What you just said reminds me of a conversation that me and Candace. I'm going to start dropping my friends' names on this podcast often, but Candace is my, one of my really good girlfriends. And we talked about this um the other day about me wanting a boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, what's, what are you going to be doing to, like, 
get, you need to be getting ready for this boyfriend now. Yeah. Like, quit trying to wait on, you know, life to magically be special when this boyfriend comes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And similarly to what you're talking about, like, my health, working out, my finances, learning about investments, reading, incorporating self-care into my daily routine, like, becoming the person for whom you want to be, who you want to be. Like, what are your mornings? Like, now I'm starting to realize I mm. need a routine, whether it be before bed or in the morning. Oh, shit. Like, I read before. I, like, I used to be on my phone scrolling used on to. TV. Now it's like, okay, quiet time. I'm reading. But I've noticed I wake up renewed in the morning. Wow. I also sleep better. And another thing is... There are certain things that you realize, and this kind of ties to myself setting boundaries. Yeah. All ties to the preparation. There's work that goes into ourselves to be our best self for another person. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you're doing it for them, but you're doing it to bring the best experience of yourself to that person. Absolutely. And so I don't want guys to think, oh, she wants me to change. Because if you've met your person, you working on yourself to be your best, you will be easy for you to start working on because I want to provide this for her. There's already an internal desire. It's internal desire. And so if that's why when when women get mad at a guy that isn't looking for a relationship, he's being honest with himself because I'm not ready. And I appreciate it. But honestly, sometimes I can tell you that I'm not ready, but you're paying more attention to my actions. Like, but he, the way he kisses me, the way he caresses me. I'm guilty. But I told you, yeah. I'm not ready. So whatever you get out of this is on you because I've given you transparency that I'm not your boyfriend. But sometimes actions speak louder than words. They don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> actions do not, because I have to think in my with my mind Shit. what I want to come out. You hear so that, if ladies? I have the nuts to say I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Yeah. With you in front of me. I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Because I'm not even going to lie to you to get what I want. Yeah, yeah. But you'll be like, because dudes have done it too. Like, I, I can wear her down. I'm going to walk her down. Like, this now it's a, it's a conquest to me now. But sometimes, and this, I don't know if you ever seen this movie. Um, damn, what's the what's the movie? What? Fuck. It's a white movie. Um, It's not me, it's you. Who's no. It? It's like, you're the exception and not the rule. Okay. It, I forgot the name of the movie. I'm going to come up with it later. But the exception, not the rule, meaning I've seen examples of where a man will say, I'm not ready for a relationship. And then the girl be like, okay, cool. They continue on with the situation. And then over time, she wears him down and then they, they get in this relationship, right? But that is the exception, not the rule. The rule is if a man tells you he does not want to be in a relationship, he does not want to be in a relationship. And if you do... You need to bow out gracefully and find someone who does. Don't do that. Do not be the, the chick waiting on the dude to age himself out. You know how she like, God, I'm going so I'm to I'm I'm stay with him. because I know this nigga will get tired of running the streets. So now he ready to sit down. He looking for that soft place to lay. It's like you you, you won. You, you done made it to the finish It's like line. what? I was just the last bitch standing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, the, you're the only dummy yeah. that's still here with me. <laughs> So I guess we go on Fisher. Huh? You go with my girlfriend. <laughs> Nigga, I've known you since your 30th birthday party. You have gray hairs now. <laughs> Nigga, I, like, you, and you asked me, do I want to be your girlfriend? How embarrassing. But we know these types. I, I was almost that type. So I <laughs> told myself about that shit two days ago. And, like, and, and that's why 
I don't feel bad for a woman who consistently dates a guy who is telling her that I'm not the one. Like, you know you dating fuckboys. Mm -hmm. But some women are attracted to the fuckboys. Just like some dudes are attracted to the quote-unquote toxic or hard woman. Yeah, It's like, I need somebody that can handle me. Yeah. Push over. Like, (laughs) I really wonder sometimes, are y'all looking for a relationship or a jostling match? Mm. Because sometimes people get off on the toxicity because it allows them to not have to really check themselves. I think what has to happen is people need to announce what a relationship looks like to them. Mm-hmm. Because it looks different for everybody. A relationship for me, you know, texting every day, phone conversations three times a week, dates at least twice a week. You know what I'm saying? That's me. Mm-hmm. A man, it could be different for him. But, like, on those first few dates or whatever, like, I think that's a, a, a valuable question to ask because if a relationship to you is like, I want you to challenge me, it's like, nigga... This ain't the great debaters. I ain't got that kind of time. Like, some dudes be wanting to date their parents. Some women be wanting to date their parents. And it's yeah. like, that's not a healthy relationship. Yes. But it's the only one you know. So it's like, we try to, we, we kind of resort to what we know. You yeah. know, that's the low-hanging fruit of like, I need an opinionated woman. No, but you're a dude that can't handle a woman with opinions. So but you feel as though I need to know what you're saying, but you always go back and bite her head off if she has an opinion. So do you really need a one woman with an opinion, or is that just what you're comfortable with? Insert mommy issues. I ain't got the time. Hey, we're manifesting that you find your person. And I'm manifesting. What you wanted again? I've been and drinking. That, and I'm manifesting that I continue my journey of growth. I like your journey of growth. It sounds like something that you're really committed to because you're growing into where you want to be. And I, and it really it came to my doorstep. Uh, it really came to my, my doorstep accidentally. Like, in certain scenarios, especially with me cohabitating with my girlfriend, uh, mm-hmm. you realize there's certain things you just got to handle. Mm-hmm. Like, I never forget, I laid down in the bed, and she said to me, she's like, babe, I really want to make you to make sure that everything is locked up. Could you do that for me before you go to bed? That means, like, you set the alarm. You locked the door. Is that you- how she said it? Like that's just, like she was just like very soft and like, babe, you know, going mm-hmm. forward, you know, you think you'll be able because it's like she would notice that I might retire, go to bed early, or if like say we on the couch together and we getting ready to go, I'll just kind of just go to the room. But that's just like instinct. Mm. But you got to protect yeah. everything in here. Yeah, that's real. So let me make sure that I've confirmed that we are secure in here. I think I need to work on being softer. How she presented, I didn't feel challenged. I didn't feel like she was calling I'm a man. She was just like, hey, babe, you know, I just want you to be cognizant that when we go to bed, make sure we're good to go. And now it's like, but that's just you practicing because now what are we going to do with some kids in here? It's just us and the dog now. What if she would have said, hey, babe, can you go lock the house? Is that soft? Or is that, like, what is that? Because that's what I would have said. Yeah, go lock the house. And then it's like, after I, after you tell me that one or two times, I'm gonna start knowing that's my role. Mm, okay. Just I just need you to speak up and not wait. You don't even wait to <laughs> like after we had time. Like once that now I'm gonna shut down. Yeah. But the fact that you told me that I actually felt overwhelmed with like damn like I got 
I, I got to step up now. You know what I'm saying? I and got that, that. It's certain things you just, it comes to your doorstep and you can either run from it or embrace it. I think when I look, when I look at men, I, um, not any man, but like men who I'm interested in, I look at those like moments of like, I don't want to call it masculinity, but kind of like yeah. protection, you know, like letting me know, like I love when a man puts me on the other side of the street. That's Instinctively. Like, hey. And my, my daddy taught me that when I was a kid. Um, My previous situationship did that. We was in Deep Ellen one mm-hmm. time and he like took my hand and like was guiding me through. I like to, I want to be soft. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, When we go to a restaurant, him not letting his back face the front door. Certain things like that, yep. I The last one that is my favorite one is when we go to a place and he give me his debit card. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh, I love when a man give me his debit like, card. You got it, daddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> this one guy I was, I don't know what you were situation shipping with, went to this bar separately. You know what I'm saying? We were separate. We got in there. I went in there with my girls. He was already with his partners. He seen me at the bar. He just gave me his debit card. Didn't say, can you get me nothing? Get what you want. Oh, I love those words. Oh, my God. When I, uh, let me look at the camera. This is the camera, right? Future man. If you got that kind of big dick energy, I want that. That's my type. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, Angela Simmons out there, yo, yo, God, he might be in your DM. That's how you know manifestation works. If any motherfucker out there is in unsure. It might be the power of the beard. That nigga Yo, got God, that he upgraded beard. himself. That nigga got, he started working out. But, the, but, it, but that's when you know mm. it wasn't for her. Yeah. He just went to work on himself. And she noticed. And she came. And, they look and it good. might not even be the one that you wanted yeah. perfo- before, but when you're working on yourself, people notice. Yeah. And it, it, like, it exudes, it, it glows. Yeah. And you know, somebody like, oh, she want him now. Like, hey, like the nigga was broke when he was asking exactly. for Exactly. <laughs> he was he was all right. And so it was just like, I gotta do. You gotta think. She had to do, she was was with the her her child's father was murdered tragically. Like, mm. she been going through some shit. Hell yeah. Give her the room to be able to make the decision. We don't know how they got together. We don't. But I do enjoy the energy of a man being able to put himself aside and not feel like a sucker. Because he didn't get to play right away. And now exactly. He, you know what I'm saying? That's some grown man. Like, I'm standing 10 toes on this one. You know and what I'm I, saying? And I just also like that he named publicly that what he wanted and who he wanted. <laughs> right. Men. So <laughs> if a man want to, like, state his claim, put me in a goddamn song. You know? I want Sidney Chandler. So you want a rapper? Not what the fuck I said. <laughs> Because <laughs> you want a rapper. I only want a rapper if he got decent stream numbers. <laughs> Don't fucking come to me. You trying to crawl your way to the top. I'm not interested. <laughs> but I, he he was very public about who he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He looks nice. I just hope, because sometimes in my, in my experience, the niggas who wear you down the most is the ones who drop the ball. But the that hardest. nigga ain't about to pop out with her like this if he plan on doing that. Because he going to look like the biggest asshole ever. Because you got to think, if he had did that, it's like, oh, shit, I got it. You know, but nah, I'm popping out with you. Like, and it looks have classy. you ever seen Yo Gotti pop out with a chick? No, ever. Exactly. Never. So it lets you know, like, I, 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 like they've probably been dealing with each other. Yeah. They I, just allowed us to be abreast of it. Well, know? I want to so, tell them thank you. Thank you, Angela and Gotti. We appreciate y'all. It's about to be a lot of niggas getting these goddamn response tech DMs 
eight, nine months down the line. Like, I, can you know how crazy that might be? A nigga been sending this girl DMs and hard eyes for two years. Mm-hmm. He wake up to a DM response from his goddamn hard eye from June. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Hell no. <laughs> My boy runs. I don't know where she came out with that from, but you need to escape. She's on the last line. Nigga. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you next up and last in line. She nigga been see the hard eyes. Oh, that's it. That dress look good. Them be the Ooh. ones. <laughs> they wear you down. I've been woke down. Y'all do that too. Oh, I can't speak for that. Women do that shit, too. They wear men down? No, meaning, like, y'all just be popping up. Like, why the fuck? Like, nigga can't post shit. Like, why are you here? How women be popping up? Because I ain't never witnessed hard this. Eye, not, not hard eyes. Uh, the eyeballs. That's why I don't post my shit no more. <laughs> why not, friend? Because, bro, like, you see, I'm happy over here. Yes. Why are you coming over here with that why extra? Why you coming over here with that extra don't shit? Don't be doing that. Don't be toxic. That's Well, toxic. you see I got a nigga. Yeah. Oh, you see, I got a girl. Yeah. And you try to make sure that, let me see if I can get this person. Because that's that's a generational issue. And I don't even think that they, when you have a significant other and they come tiptoeing, I don't even know if they really want you. I think it's a game. Is he really happy? Let's see what I can get away with. But I, 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 I'm not the hunger game. Don't be trying to win. That part. You know what I'm saying? So we leaving that toxicity in twenty twenty. We leaving in twenty twenty three. Before we get out of here, mm-hmm. you know, in our thirties. In my thirties, I. Mm-hmm. So I gotta put it out there. Uh-huh. Call me old. You are. Right behind me. Yeah. So in your thirties, <laughs> we're gonna allow you to start first. Okay. So the in my thirties I segment. In my thirties, I am over passive aggression. Have you noticed a, tr- a trend to this show? Yeah, man. Speak I, up. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, like for me, passive aggression. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I don't have the bandwidth for it. It triggers me, and honestly, it pisses me off. Like it angers me, um, for real. Like it, it really angers me, and not just in relationships, in work relationships, in friendships. I don't, I don't have the capacity. Mm-hmm. So, like, recently, I experienced a passive-aggressive person in my life was a friend. Yeah. Um, and it triggered me because since, I think, my my first realization of a passive-aggressive person, I didn't even know that's what it was, but it was my college roommate. Yeah. Um, my freshman year roommate. She, out of nowhere, moved out. I was in the dorm one day, and then I left to go to class. I came back. Oh, her shit was gone. Yeah. And we didn't share a bathroom or a kitchen or anything like that. So it wasn't like I was, like, messy, you know? Yeah. She just moved out. And then I was forced to live with a white person. <laughs> and I have not talked to this girl since then. Went to high school together, everything. And so. Oh, me- y'all, y'all was one of them. You know how you, you go to college with somebody with a high school yes. when y'all grew up apart? Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, we was in high school together. We needed roommates. Mm-hmm. We was both smart in school, we just kind of gravitated toward each other. Yeah. And then we was roommates. And we got along first semester, second semester. I did start making new friends and shit. I don't know what bothered her, but that was my first introduction to it. Second, I moved off campus, still in college. That roommate, she just stopped speaking to me out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, here it goes again, right? Mm -hmm. Happened again. I'm an adult now. This girl wanted to be my assistant with Batty Brunch. I'm like, cool. She's my assistant. Out of nowhere, 
She ghosted me. Yeah. Other girl, she wanted to work for Betty Brunch too. Out of nowhere, she submitted her two weeks. And then this situation. So it's like, yes, is there a pattern, pattern there for sure? Yeah. Could one say that I'm the problem? For sure. But, but how, verbalize. how can I know I'm the problem if I don't know what the problem is? Right. And I feel like people try to solve the problem themselves mm-hmm. without bringing in the person they have the problem with. And they look for the escape plan instead of trying to resolve it. Exactly. Maybe they feel like it's purposeless. Yeah. Like, she ain't going to listen to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just going to, or whatever the case, but I can't deal with it because my, it fucks with my self-esteem to just be very honest. It makes me question myself. Because you don't know exactly what it is about you that offends or makes people uncomfortable. Exactly. Am I, do I take up too much space? Yeah. Um. Am I too, I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> but I really wish that people would, it's forced me to make packs in real time with my friends and my coworkers mm-hmm. and saying that, look, if I ever make you feel whatever kind of way, I need you to tell me so that I can fix it because my intentions, I've, I've never been that person that's like ill intention to yep. like make you feel less or small or unseen. But if me taking up so much space is causing that, you have to name it. Right. So I can fix it. And until they do, you can't find, you can't, you can't feel like you have something to defend. But it's, uh, it, it honestly, it, it makes me sad if I'm just being very honest right now. It makes me sad because I'm like, damn, like, what did I do? Well, I mean, shit. Until <laughs> they tell you shit, you just keep living as you have, you I know? Guess. So, shit. I mean, what's funny is in my 30s, what I've realized kind of ties a, in, in, uh, to that in a way is. All real, all friendships don't meet don't don't meet the end of of the road. Hmm. Like we outgrow our friends sometimes, we outgrow our loved ones sometimes. Yeah, ooh, that's tough. But you know, as you kind of transition into the next phase of your life, especially in your thirties, you start to know exactly who you are mm-hmm. and okay. what what energy you align with, what type of people you align with. I don't have no issue with you if we don't align, but I know that's not energy in which I want to embark on. Can I ask you a question yeah. with that? When you realize this person isn't making it to the next year of your life, mm-hmm. do you break up with them? No. I mean, you can't like, force friendships. A lot of the times, they dwindle before you even have to say anything. But see, I think that I think that ties into I don't want to say passive aggression, but it's like naming it. It's not really passive aggressive mm-hmm. if we don't have an issue with each other. We're just kind of going in separate ways. Uh-huh. Like, you got to think. Say, I'm just going to use an example. Say I'm a married or family man. My best friend is the biggest hoe, a bachelor. Yeah. He don't believe in the family element. It's going to be kind of hard unless I'm able to to live two different lives for me to really relate to this person on a day-to-day and in sync because we have two completely different visions yeah. on what happiness is. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. sometimes not all friends are aligned, but if they don't give you room to be your who you are, yeah. Then that might not be the person for you. That's why I say some some friendships don't last only because we've changed and we've outgrown each other with no with no issue. Yeah. When we see each other as love, but I wouldn't say we're friends anymore. Yeah. We might be associates. 
I've I've experienced that. I'm experiencing it now. Yeah. I will say anybody that's listening who grew up in Dallas uh, ISD, I always say this. I feel like DISD people, we hold on to them friends. Like <laughs> HISD the same way. Is it really? Yes. Like that motherfucker who's your friend since like knee high to yeah. grasshopper all the way up to now. It's like yeah. that's my that's my bestie, and it's like let's be fucking for real. Not your bestie. Y'all are friends. With you know, it's a quality over yeah. quantity. No, quantity over quality. If y'all find y'all having real like quarterly beefs, it ain't your, that ain't your friend. That's somebody you're tolerating. And these obligatory invites to social events. Yeah, that's in my dog since so long. I'm gonna just go. They gotta come to the and birthday. If they ain't here, we, I'm gonna fill away. Your dog ain't got that, that the same energy I once had. I, I, you don't know how my day went. If that's really your dog, you will give me the room to say my day. Didn't go how I wanted. I'm not in the space to be social. I got you next time. And you have to receive that. You really have, because it ain't always about you. But I, I do, I, I like what you said about some friends aren't meant to make it, you know, to long term. Of, to the end of the road. Some friendships break up too. I think, I think it does all boil down to communication though. In some of those spaces, it's like, do you have to say, hey, friend, we're not gelling how we used to. I think we're now this, or it's just like a silent sever. No, with friends, you've normally had a conversation where you kind of checked them or quarter quarter. They checked you on something, mm-hmm. and then if that's not our only conversation and it still goes on, it's like now nah, I'm, I'm having to conform to something that I'm not. Yeah, that's why I say sometimes it might not even be a beef. It's just like I'm not in the space yeah. to be the friend I was to you. When we were younger. And that's when you compartmentalize. Because so, some people require a lot that I'm not really willing to give you anymore. Absolutely. So that's why I say some some friendships expire. They run their course. You know what I mean? So, hey, it is what it is. I'm protecting my peace in 2023. Protecting your peace. And I'm manifesting. And I'm going to work on being soft. She want to be wearing matching pajamas next week. I, I will be. Soon as you get a boo, you gotta go take the JC Penny uh Ah, you got me fucked up. The reason I say that, cause <laughs> shit. Anybody gotta see him, but we y'all pop out after a certain time. We're like, this is what we did on our first real date together as boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm, y'all gotta have a mementos occasion. And he gotta be just as corny as me when it comes to that kind of shit. I don't need no like yeah, nonchalant. You can't have no super cool Man, nigga. come on. Shut your bitch ass up, nigga. <laughs> take this goddamn picture. <laughs> Before we get out of here, you know what I'm saying? We got to give you our parting shot. Parting shot. Well, we, uh, when we say when we say our parting shot, it's something that we want to leave you with that we've either, either been experiencing and we've enjoyed, something yeah. that we've come across that we feel as though we want you to share with us. Yeah. Or just something that's been dope as fuck, and we just want to make sure y'all in the loop. Yes. So as our parting shot, I'm going to allow you to come in me and come with me, and I want you to say this. If you haven't watched the show Riches on Amazon Prime, Mm. Please take the time to do so. I have not. For all of you people who are too bougie <laughs> when it comes to Netflix and, and platforms where you feel like, oh, these are Nigerian characters. I'm American. I don't know these people. <laughs> don't be like me. Because right. <laughs> we really are some assholes in America when it comes to other cultures' movies. It's yeah. like Netflix is putting this shit for a reason. Yeah. Like, want y'all niggas to expand your ride. Exactly. Hey, I, I was like, this don't look American to me when I saw the goddamn <laughs> You're thing. Sick. I was like, this probably, probably wouldn't relate. My cousin told me, like, Tuan, trust me. Six episodes, I got through that shit in a day and a half. 
Wow. And why I got through it. And I'm just going to give you a purpose of what it kind of ties to. Yeah. It's like if you've watched um, Billions on Secession okay. on HBO. I'm a Secession person. This is like the black Nigerian focus of that. So the, the the patriarch has started this. Uh, they have this beauty, this hair this hair company that is huge in the UK. The dad has a family that he took to America years ago, and it was his wife and him that built this in the UK, the shanties of of London, and before they moved to America, he ended up leaving, starting a new family in the UK, and took the idea of the couple and grew it into this great, huge business okay. and corporation. And he passes. And all I'm gonna say is the American kids and the Nigerian kid in the in the UK kids, they're all of Nigerian descent, mm-hmm. but you have the American born raised and the UK raised. Okay. They have to interconnect now because okay. now there's a will in place. Mm. He's empowered people he that they spicy. didn't expect to get empowered. Okay. So now you got the new kids like who the fuck? Why mm-hmm. the fuck are they there? The old wife don't like the new wife because they was talking shit to each other back in the day. Yeah. So it's a real like look as to like privilege mm-hmm. and how sometimes you don't realize what your parent is observing in you. Okay. Even if they aren't there. That's real. But it was such a dope and, 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 uh, uh, correspondence. And I just love the visuals, especially with it being based in the UK. Prime spent some money on them. So they had they were in luxury. It was given yeah, black luxury. Like, yeah, you like high rise apartments. You know what I'm saying? As they call them, flats in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> a flat, yeah. Yeah, my flat, yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> like, but now nah, check it out though. You know what I'm saying? If y'all get a chance and go on and chop it up with us about what your ideals were. You know, let's embrace the diaspora. Yes, I like that. I like that. As my best friend is a Nigerian woman, I can support that message. We got to. We have to. I mean, don't I let to... Akon draw a wedge in between <laughs> us. I'm gonna let you go with my um, parting shot is the show on Netflix called Kaleidoscope. You gotta pay attention to that. No, Kaleidoscope no, is good, and for those of you who who are under several rocks and have no clue what I'm talking about, it's a show with Giancarlo Esposito, um, who is also like he was in Do the Right Thing. If you watch Fresh. Fresh, he was in Fresh. He is also the executive producer on almost every Marvel movie ever. Yeah. Um, so he's like the shit. But anyway, the cool thing about Kaleidoscope that uh it's a Netflix original that they did is you can watch it in any order. So each episode is titled by color. And so you can watch it in any order you want. There's uh green, blue, orange, violet, pink, red, white, and yellow. Yeah. Um, if you I was the type of person because I knew this information. I Googled the most, oh the best God. way to watch it. I can't have nothing pissing me off. So um, before I tell you the order that I watched it, I'll let you know kind of backstory what it's about. Yeah, It's about a, essentially a heist, right? Okay. Not a bank heist, so to speak, but a, a safe heist. Um, and it's like they pull together different people to pull this heist off. It's like the greatest heist of all time. There is family. There is... Deceit, betrayal. Interconnected people from the past. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I love the way that it's written because it's written obviously in a way the way to where no matter the sequence that you watch, mm-hmm. everything ends up tying together. Um, and I think that takes a brilliant minds to do that. The order that I watched was yellow, violet, 
orange, green, blue, red, pink, white. For those of you who watched, let me know in the comments the order that you watched it because I really want to know. But, yeah, I Googled it first. I didn't even document how I've been watching. I need to go back and see how oh, I've been watching it. I've just been flowing. It's just, it, you know how it just goes off and it's it comes It's at random. At ra so everybody's Netflix is it's at random. Yes. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's really dope. Man, so, so if y'all watch this, please let us know. You know, I know people going back to work. Kids got to get ready to go back to school. But find the time yes. to invest in these shows that we've put you on. Yes. And allow that to be your parting shot with us. Absolutely. And with this being our first show of 2023, we just want to let y'all know we continuously going to give good vibes. Yeah. We're going to manifest on our base. Hallelujah. And we're going to continue to grow into our, our greater self. I love that. So keep vibing with us. Keep being part of this, this family that we call Let's Drink to That. And keep embarking on these happy hours on Wax. This your boy Antoine The Source. I'm at Stephanie. And we out of here. Cheers. <laughs>